Please stay tuned for important disclosure information at the conclusion of this episode. It ain't what you don't know that gets you into trouble. It's what you know for sure that just ain't so. Great wisdom by Mark Twain. Stock market can go three ways, up, down, and sideways. Why is your portfolio only making money when the markets go up? This is Robert Kuhn. Let's get started. Okay, welcome back this week. Thank you for joining us. You're listening to Destination Retirement. I'm your host, Robert Kuhn. I am the president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners. We're independent. We're a registered investment advisory firm. And yes, we are a fiduciary. As many of you know, we use our new generation retirement system. It's holistic. Uh, it's a, you know, a very well thought out uh, retirement planning process. It's a five-step system that incorporates three hallmarks of our firm, which are fiduciary, transparency, and technology. If you've listened to the show, you know we have two guiding principles as a firm. We want your money to last as long as you do, and we want to deliver financial peace of mind. With that said, if you want help, we're here to help you. Uh, please visit KUHNCP.com, KUHNCP.com. Click on the Meet with an Advisor button, the red Meet with an Advisor button at the top of the page, and someone from my team will reach out and schedule a convenient time for our initial consultation. Or if it's easier, uh, give us a call at 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. If you'd rather text, you can do that as well. We just ask for your name and your email address as well. So, you know, a lot going on this week. I seem to say that every week, especially, you know, in these times, it's certainly been an interesting year. Uh, we've had a lot of great conversations with uh, individuals who want clarity, who believe in financial planning is the only way to make educated life decisions on retirement and certainly investment decisions as well. Uh, markets are interesting. I'm not sure that's in a great way. Uh, in 23 years of providing financial advice, I'm not sure I've seen more conflicting data points than I do currently. Uh, but it always comes back down to two things. First, growth is certainly important, without a doubt. Uh, I think the markets are one of the greatest ways to accumulate and generate wealth, whatever wealth means to you. Uh, also, um, we know if you're in retirement or within 10 years to retirement, certainly growth is important. But we also understand the uh, protection of your assets, the protection of your principal uh, is equally important. So that is something that we're very, very uh, cognizant of, and we want to make sure that, um, you know, we have strategies in place. I kind of call them our, your bear market insurance, right? Uh, what are your bear market insurance strategies? So a lot to get to this week. Uh, a few things I want to touch on, and I'm sure there'll be other topics that come to my head while we're doing the show. Uh, I want to go over just really quickly who reaches out to us, kind of what that profile is. We're going to talk about target date funds and why we think they miss the mark. We're going to talk about IRA and mistakes to avoid, strategies to maximize your Social Security, retirement planning, uh, income planning tips. So we got a lot to get to. Uh, but I want to, you know, to make sure that I touch on kind of what's going on in the market today. Uh, there are still many negative uh, negatives facing the market this year. It, it's been a tremendously volatile year. You know, the, the markets have certainly kind of stabilized, but with inflation at 40-year highs, and interest rates moving up, bonds are in a clear downturn and downtrend. And I want to make sure that individuals understand that. If you're using bonds as a portfolio stabilizer, I think you may be disappointed. And we have, and, and rates haven't even started to go up yet. 
So it looks like, you know, this is just the beginning of the pain for bondholders. So I think it goes without saying, but expect volatility for the first half of 2022. You know, I started um, providing financial advice as a professional in 1997, and I've had to endure, you know, I was thinking about it at least for this time, it's different episodes. Anytime someone says this time, it's different, I start to get very nervous and my radar kind of goes up. But, you know, that's where people are trying to justify situations that are just off the charts different from the norm. So if you go back to 2000, 2002, we have the dot-com bubble. Uh, you know, that may have been the craziest. I'm not sure, but it certainly, you know, ranks right up there. You had 2010. Well, then, of course, you had 2008. You had the 2010 to 2011 uh, quantitative easing situation, which means, you know, simply money printing. Uh, you had the 2013 taper tantrum with the spike in yields after investors learned that the Fed was slowly putting the brakes on its quantitative easing program. Obviously, we had 2008 where rates were going to go up. They had to go up 5 6 7%. And, you know, you, you look at kind of what happened there. And then certainly the fiscal paradigm change that we find ourselves in currently, 2021 to 2022. Uh, it, it's a challenge and, you know, investors are being told, don't worry about it. The Fed can manage its way to purposely slowing the economy due to off the charts inflation. And that very well may be the case, but uh, they were also telling us last year that inflation was transitory, certainly may end up being transitory, but tell that, you know, to yourself now when you're experiencing 10, 15, 20% inflation rates and, you know, go back to 2008 when you know we were told uh, by the Fed chair at the time that uh, subprime housing just couldn't you know affect the overall market given it was the housing market given it was such a small uh, percentage of home equity loans well or not home equity loans but just mortgage loans so I'm sure everybody has a story I know I certainly do as well uh, so we can get to to that at another day but Right now, we're being told that investors are supposed to just simply buy and hold a basket of investments while we see a three, four, five, six percent interest rate hike. Depends on who you listen to. It depends on the day. Um, you know, don't worry about your money in the near term. The Fed and the world, uh, for that matter, tries to accomplish something that has never been done before. So, you know, the current set of circumstances are just different. And it amazes me every time I hear an advisor simply tell clients to blindly buy and hold no matter how potentially bad the markets get. Uh, that's just not good enough. And I promise you in institutions, endowments, pension funds, et cetera, they don't subscribe to that philosophy. And they certainly, um, you know, don't just leap to chance, you know, the fact that they may or may not make money on something they can't, that's based on something that they can't control, which is ultimately the market. I've heard over and over again in the financial advice business, uh, many advisors tell their clients or just, you know, tell me, uh, don't get emotional about losing money. Uh, generally, you only hear that from people who are managing other people's money. I do still believe, absolutely wholeheartedly believe that the stock market is one of the best places to generate wealth, but only, and it, there's a big only there, but only if you are protected from uh, large portfolio losses. You must have those strategies in place, uh, certainly now more than ever. So uh, I, I, again, I call them the bear market you know, insurance strategies. So they're out there, 
they just, you know, again, we subscribe to lose less, make more philosophy, and it's done well for our clients. So if you want to learn more about uh, not only investing for upside growth, but, you know, protecting from volatility and down markets, uh, a couple of ways you can do that. We're here to help. If you allow us, please visit KUHNCP.com. That is KUHNCP.com and click on the red meet with us button. Uh, at the top of the page, and somebody from my team will schedule your introductory call, or if it's easier, give us a call at 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. Please add your name and your email address if you are going to uh, text us as well. Uh, a couple things on who reaches out to us. I thought it was a good, you know, to spend a couple minutes on this. I'm often asked about the profile of the listeners uh, that reach out to us to start a conversation about their financial situation. I'm very proud to say there really is not one. Uh, everybody's different. We talk with listeners who only have $50,000 worth of investments, and we talk with investors that have significant you know, portfolio values in the seven and uh, eight digit level. My advice to listeners on when to reach out is amazingly simple. If you are not 100% certain your current investment strategy could manage through a significant market shock, it's time to have a conversation. If you do not have a written uh, income maximization plan, financial plan, bear market plan, tax mitigation plan, then it's time to reach out. You know how to do it. Visit the website. We'll start a conversation. We'll keep it real high level. And we'll just learn a little bit about you and see if we ultimately can, uh, can help you out. So, okay, this week I wanted to get to target date funds and why I think they are missing the mark. And we just have a few minutes left here. Uh, in the first segment, but I want to make sure I touch on that. So for those uh, unfamiliar with target date funds, the funds, uh, it's an investment that automatically rebalances your asset mix for a predetermined time frame. Investors generally pick a target that a target, a, a date, you know, 2025, 2040, 2060, et cetera, that coincides with their anticipated date of retirement. With the fund, they're supposed to generally reduce equity exposure the closer one gets to retirement. Even if it's not the right thing to do, that's ultimately what they plan on doing and they're going to do. The appeal of target date funds is that they're incredibly, you know, simple. They help simplify the complex, uh, which comes, you know, the complexities which come with uh, investing. You know, the portfolio and the fund manager, they're responsible for the rebalancing with no action required by the investor. I have found that most investors, you know, they don't punish fund managers by uh, removing money when they underperform and they don't add more money, you know, during uh, their performance. It's very, very interesting when it comes to, you know, target date funds and how people look at them. They were created uh, from the Pension Protection Act of 2016, and it really created a global asset class of target date funds. Today in the United States, it's, you know, reported at least that two and a half trillion dollars are invested in these types of funds. And, you know, 40 million people, um, you know, have, have invested in, in target date funds. And I think there are many considerations. They're not the end all be all. They're not, you know, the, the best thing to invest in. There certainly are considerations that you have to know about. Number one, uh, one size does not fit all, especially if you have more than $50,000 invested in a target date fund. The only metric a fund company is using to determine how it will manage risk is the date of the fund, when you, you're expected to retire. 
And gone are the days that, well, as you get closer to retirement, the more fixed income you should have. Because today, I mean, arguably, there's probably more risk. Well, I mean, there as much risk or if not more immediate risk with interest rates going up and fixed income um, than there is in equity. So, you know, as a result, many of the target date funds often have too much or too little equity exposure based on what is happening today. As you know, the markets don't think or feel. We often talk about that. They don't ring a bell and let you know that the markets are going to correct. We're going to give you time to prepare. Uh, so target date funds, you know, they could really miss the mark. It's, it's truly hard to find two target date funds with the same target date and the same asset allocation. If you're going to take the time to dive into all of the target date fund options, the research, and see which one is best for you and your risk tolerance, I think it kind of defeats the purpose of simplicity of target date funds. You might as well uh, put together your own portfolio or even worse, you know, why would you work with an advisor that just simply, you know, wants to put in, you know, target date funds inside of your portfolio? It's, it, it, it's rather uh, lazy and it may not be, you know, obviously the greatest strategy for you. So one size doesn't fit all. And when we come back after the break, we're going to talk about the, you know, the next concerns that I see, at least as a fiduciary of target date funds, because I have talked with people who have significant amounts of money in target date funds. And I just, again, I think they're missing the mark. And I want to share with you why, because uh, again, our job is to educate. Our job is to make you think you're listening to Destination Retirement. I am Robert Kuhn, a couple ways to get in touch with us and get on my calendar and I can get on your calendar for an initial conversation. Visit KUHNCP.com. That's KUHNCP.com. Click on meet with an advisor. It's a red button at the top of the page. Someone from my team will reach out and schedule a convenient time to talk or just give uh, us a call 630-492-1912. 630-492-1912. More after the break. Hoping is good. Knowing is better. You are unique and your investments and plans should reflect that. Investors today want defined outcomes, not investments that simply track the stock market up and down. Did you know most of all mutual funds and managed accounts by Prospectus must stay fully invested no matter how good or bad the stock market is? There is a better way. We want our clients to use portfolio gains to compound their investments, not make up for portfolio losses. Schedule a complimentary call with Robert with Kuhn Capital Partners, partnership isn't just a promise, it's in our name. Okay, welcome back. You're listening to Destination Retirement. I am your host, Robert Kuhn of Kuhn Capital Partners, president and founder. We're an independent registered advisor and fiduciary. We utilize our new generation retirement system. It's a holistic approach to retirement planning, five steps, three, uh, incorporates three hallmarks of our firm, fiduciary, transparency, and technology. We have two guiding principles as a firm. Make sure your money lasts as long as you do and deliver peace of mind to you and or your family. No matter what that means to you, we want to help you deliver it. So with that, you can go to KUHNCP.com, KUHNCP.com. Click on meet with an advisor, red button at the top, and somebody from my team will reach out and schedule a time for us to meet, uh, whether it's virtual conference call or in person. It's whatever you're comfortable with. Or you can give us a call if that's easier. 630-492-1912. 630-492-1912. So uh, we talked a lot in the first segment about 
just just kind of risk management. There was kind of an overview. We haven't talked uh, a lot about that. And then we ended the first segment with target date funds. So there's a couple more points I want to uh, follow up uh, on target date funds, just because we see so much money invested in target date funds. And I think especially where the market is, I think it could give investors a false sense of security. And as you know, everything we do on the radio show is to educate you. So that certainly was a topic that I have seen uh, some more questions about here recently. So as you know, or maybe you don't know, uh, we believe uh, investing, we kind of have our KCP investment equation. It's it's our three-legged stool. Uh, we think everybody does well at buying. Everybody does well at holding. Very few do well at the third stool, which I think will have the greatest impact on your longevity of your assets, the wealth that you generate. Again, whatever wealth is to you, it's that sell leg. So everybody does good on the buy leg. Everybody does well on the, the hold leg. Very few do well on the sell leg. And I think that obviously is one of the issues on why individuals continuously ride the, the Wall Street roller coaster up and down. As you get close to retirement, you just don't want to leave the chance. Where is the market at that time? Are we at the beginning of a bull run? Are we at the beginning of a bear market or a period of uh, volatility? As I mentioned on every show, hopefully multiple times, I think the best way to look at valuation is, which is what are you paying for an investment? You just have to go back to 2000, where if you bought Microsoft, it took you 16 years to get back to even. If you had reinvested those dividends, it's around 14 and a half to 15 years. So let's just go with not reinvesting uh, any dividends, 16 years just to get back to even. So uh, those people who don't think that the markets can stay down longer than um, historical norms, they certainly can. But if you look at that, uh, Microsoft, I mean, there are periods of time where the stock did fantastic. It's just, you know, those poor individuals that happen to invest at the top, uh, 16 years just to get back to even. So we don't want that to happen to you, certainly if you're getting near or in uh, retirement. We want to make sure that we're utilizing planning. Uh, we're utilizing risk management. We're utilizing bear market strategies, bear market insurance strategies, uh, along with uh, what it is that you're doing on uh, on the traditional side. So those are the things that we want to make sure we're having a conversation about. So 630-492-1912. Okay, so let's go to back to target date funds before we get into our, our next topic for the show this week. So we talked about, obviously, one size doesn't fit all. Uh, most um, you know, that was, was really the main topic. You know, when, when I hear people have substantial amounts of money in target date funds, I get very nervous for them. Um, you know, generally target date funds are fantastic for kind of the smaller investor, the people who don't have the means to, uh, invest in any other way. It's very good diversification, but another consideration, which kind of is number two on my concerns for target date funds is that most uh, fail to realize, or if they do realize, maybe they, they don't fully understand, but you could be stuck with one mutual fund company, and that could cause major issues. Every target date fund is made up of individual mutual funds, and they represent various asset classes. So you may think that you have a very well-diversified portfolio, but it's always going to be XYZ mutual funds. So the company you're going to be stuck with a mutual funds from just one company. So when you buy a target date fund, every fund within that fund comes from the same company. And as a result, you may end up with some subpar funds in your portfolio. Think about that. 
it's, uh, you know, one of the benefits of being independent is every, whether it's a mutual fund manager, an ETF manager, has their strengths and their weaknesses. And we don't like proprietary uh, investments because I think that takes out a lot of the objectivity of bringing the best in breed or the best in market to investors when crafting strategies. So it's very important to understand that you may have a good mutual fund company that maybe is more of a growth shop or maybe more of a value shop or you know, has a specialty that is in a very niche area, but it doesn't, you know, it's not a broad-based strategy of, of where they do well in all funds. Very few fund companies, you know, rank at the very top of every single, single fund company. I don't think there's one out there, actually. So if you do buy a target date fund, number one, the asset allocation will be drastically different amongst the, the funds in, in the companies. And you're going to be stuck with mutual funds from that single company. So you may have some subpar uh, funds inside of your portfolio. So number three, uh, many people don't account for outside assets that you have. Target date funds generally work best when you invest all of your savings in them. I certainly, again, anything over $50,000, I would strongly advise against it. But generally, that's when they work best. If you're investing outside of the target date fund, uh, the asset allocation of your whole portfolio is going to be different than just what the target date fund uh, invests in. So, again, that's a concern of mine. And and then lastly, you know, poor asset allocation and retirement. And I think this one has the greatest impact of potential harm is, you know, the best target date funds can do a good enough job during your working years. But once you get into retirement, most funds have a fundamental flaw that makes them poor investment choices. Some funds will stop changing their asset allocation once they reach their target date. At that point, you know, the manager's job of wherever you have it is to simply rebalance the portfolio when it deviates off target. I mean, others will continue to allocate more money to bonds. And while we talked about in the first segment going into a rapidly rising interest rate environment, that probably is not the place that you want to be. And in the first segment, I said, uh, I think I alluded to interest rates maybe going up to five, six, seven, or eight percent. I did not mean that. What I meant to say was we may see five, six, you know, four, five, six, seven, uh, or eight uh, rate hikes. So we, you know, depending upon who you listen to, it seems like it changes uh, during the day. But you are listening to Destination Retirement. I am your host, Robert Kuhn. A couple ways to start the conversation with my team just go to K uhncp.com k-u-h-n-c-p.com click on the red talk with an advisor button fill out that short form somebody from my team will get in touch with you and we'll set up a initial consultation or you can give us a call 630-492-1912 630-492-1912 all right well this week's show unfortunately or fortunately for you however you look at it uh, it's only going to be half a show because we have sports coming up. So I have a few minutes left, and I thought um, I would go over a, a few of the questions that I am receiving uh, a lot lately. What I'm hearing uh, in the from investors like yourselves, you know, those that call in or text in, people that you know, ultimately we have a conversation with, who are selling a building or re-looking to rearrange the chairs on the deck of their retirement plan, their investment plan. Many people are starting to say things like, I want uh, some growth, 
but I'm very concerned about the market. And I thought I would spend just a couple minutes on kind of that and my response to that. If I've had the pleasure of talking with you, or if you've listened to the radio show for any length of time, you know that we lead with an educational uh, stance. Okay. So we're going to uh, not try to, to just sell the sizzle. We're going to really try to educate you on what something is and what it's not. And I think like every investment, you know, there's a pro and a con. It's, you know, stocks, there's a pro and a con. Mutual funds, pro and a con. ETF, pro and a con. Annuities, pro and a con. And it really comes down to what are we hoping to accomplish? And it doesn't have to be for the whole, you know, all of the money, but what are we hoping to accomplish for this asset or this percentage of, you know, your accounts? And that really is the determining factor on, you know, how we invest and how we create, you know, financial plans. You know, our process is to do a, a color of money risk analysis. If you haven't done that, go to KUHN cp.com click on uh the middle tile i think it's risk analysis or determine your risk number or something like that but you'll recognize it and then just do a full-blown financial plan and then do a you know try to determine how much money is subject to risk how much money's not subject to risk and you know see how we meet your goals and objectives while protecting as much money from major losses as we can so people are asking, you know, I, I want to invest in something, but, you know, I, I don't want to take a whole lot of market risk. And, you know, there are strategies out there and, and the good side to those strategies, I mean, there are strategies that will protect 100% of your principal. And if you look at the last 10 year numbers, they will give you between seven and 10% rate of return. That's what the papers say. Do I think I would expect that going forward? No, I wouldn't. But I mean, it certainly is possible. But for those individuals who don't want any risk, there is great strategies out there today. Banks have them, insurance companies have them, and you're going to have that principal protection. Your gains are going to be locked in. You're going to get that five to, you know, let's just call it 10% on the high side, the very high side. But there's also considerations. And generally, anytime you uh, use a strategy that has a guarantee, there is liquidity considerations, whereas you're going to pay a penalty if you terminate the asset before the time of the asset. You know, if you buy a 10-year bond and you happen to sell it before uh, the 10 years, well, ultimately, in interest rates go up, you're probably going to pay, you know, less, you get back less for that bond. So there's always a give and take on any investment out there. But if you are looking for something that's, you know, stable, that can give above average or even average rates of return and you're very nervous, and you want to get out of fixed income because you recognize the power of rising interest rates and the damage that can have, uh, certainly uh, give us a call and we can uh, talk about some of those other strategies available to you. So thank you for listening. I want everybody to have just a great week. Uh, please go to the website, kuhncp.com, kuhncp.com. Click on the red button, meet with an advisor, and we'll certainly reach out to you. Or if it's easier, please just give us a call back or call us rather, 630 492-1912-630-492-1912. Next week, a lot more information. Have a great week. This recording is for informational purposes only and should not be considered investment advice. Kuhn Capital Partners does not provide legal, accounting, or tax advice. Any statement regarding such matters is explanatory and may not be relied upon as definitive advice. Opinions expressed are current as of the date of this recording and such opinions are subject to change. 
The views and opinions of guests on this program are not necessarily those of Kuhn Capital Partners. Any reference to guarantees, principal or income, protection, buffers, or defined outcome investments are generally structured notes or fixed insurance products backed by the claims paying ability of the offering company and are not insured by any government agency. Kuhn Capital Partners is not affiliated with any guests unless otherwise stated and does not guarantee the accuracy or the completeness of any data presented. Kuhn Capital Partners and its affiliates are not responsible for any trading decisions, damages, or other losses resulting from or related to the information, data analysis, or opinions in this recording. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. All investments are subject to investment risk, including but not limited to the potential loss of principal. Advisory services are offered through Kuhn Capital Partners, LLC, a registered investment advisor.